So the class of 2009 has selected Calveras Cunningham and Abel Gonzalez as representatives. They're going to share with us some of their thoughts on this graduation day. Calveras Cunningham is co-president of the class of 2009. Calveras was a Peace Corps volunteer in Guatemala. She has completed the mixed animal track and following graduation, she will be an associate at Napa Small Animal Clinic. Abel Gonzalez is also co-president of the class of 2009. He graduated magna cum laude from Cal Poly Pomona. Abel has completed the zoological medicine track and following graduation will be deciding between two lucrative private practice opportunities. Now we have uh, a little different venue this year, so I'm going to invite both Calveras and Abel to come forward and make their presentations. I'm from Calaveras County, California. <laughs> this is Abel Gonzalez, and he's from Deaf in Mexico. <laughs> and all I have to say is, oh my god! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! I'm shaking, I can't decide whether to um, pee my pants, cry, or laugh out loud. But anyway, um, I remember about five years ago feeling this way before because that was the day about we got our letter. I remember screaming and running around the house and I couldn't stop and I also couldn't believe that I was getting accepted into this profession and I was amazed that I was going to be here. And then you actually get in here and you just put your head down and you go and go and go because it's too hard to do anything else and you can't think about what's going on and what's going on around you. And then we all forget about that day when we got that acceptance letter. We were so excited to get here. But uh, we did it. We're here. We're up here today. Um, so, on behalf of Abel and I, we're both very honored to speak in front of our class and be the reps for saying something to you guys today. Uh, we're super humbled because there's so many more people that could have been here. There's MPVMs already, there's MPHs, there's people with PhDs. We have a student that has come up with a vaccine for Rift Valley fever and it will probably save all kinds of <laughs> animal lives and, and people as well. So, we're very humbled to be here. Um, and anyone's resume that sits up here will just make your jaw drop. It's pretty unbelievable, the group of people we have here. Uh, and I would just like to say that we've learned more about each other that we ever really cared to know. I can tell you who someone is from across the parking lot just by the way they swagger, and who's behind me just by the click of their shoes. I know what someone is thinking by the look on their face, and I'm familiar with everyone's body odor, their tells, pet peeves, wardrobe, dating history, and all the embarrassing moments that they'd ever hoped to not have. This is a unique story of 128 people confined to one classroom and teaching hospital for four years. This is the evolution of the class of 2009. Hey guys. So I'm Abel, and I'm um, not gonna lie, extraordinarily nervous. Usually I'm fine talking in front of all my classmates, but today, like Callie said, I should have worn depends because I might lose it any minute now. But um, 
So I want to say the evolution of the class of 2009 is because we're the last class that actually getting feedback. Where's that coming from? Well, hopefully you guys can all hear me, but um, we started off on main campus, the original Herring Hall, so we were the last class to actually use the original vet school, I guess. Not technically, maybe the second original vet school, but um, it was fantastic. Our first lecture hall was an old meat locker. We still had the tracks on the roof, and during the winter months, uh, freezing. Just kidding. <laughs> Woo! Now I can't pace and make a scene. Whoa, that's really loud. So, um, PSR for the interruption earlier, I put out my iPhone because we only have 10 minutes and we might go over, but we're going to try not to. But um, this is always being me. I'm always pretty nonchalant, and that's, I guess, why my classmates appreciate me because I always just speak from the heart and I make some notes, but um, I say what I have to say when I want to say it. And um, you guys, we started day one in Bodega Bay our um, retreat where we bonded and they um, gave us a lot of liquor and I think that's proceeded through all four years. And I think that was a way of tricking us into saying this is going to be a banging experience. And it's been, it's been, but it's very humbling. Um, and then our first class actually, we did uh, the overhead projector. I don't know if you guys remember that when you had the old plastic transparencies and your professor had to write it down, he, had, he made a mistake, Dr. Hansen lick and rub it right off and then we moved uh, to the PowerPoints where all of us are on computers now and um, no one's paying attention but playing Sudoku or chatting on Facebook <laughs> and all the professors know and I'm sure some of you down there even our professors are probably texting each other back and forth right now which is okay you can talk about us later um, but first year was just the basics uh, we uh, learned anatomy it was undergrad graduation combined into uh, a year. So we learned about as much in one day as we did a month of undergrad. So um, the first day we hit the ground running, it was sink or swim. Very humbling experience for us. Um, uh, long days, eight to five, uh, lectures in the morning, labs in the evening, uh, losing our minds, craving caffeine, craving alcohol immensely. It's driven us to drink. That's a recurring theme in vet school. You can ask all our friends and all our families what we did every single Friday. Um, and then we also established what a uh, unique class we are as far as the vast amount of people, where we're, who we represent, the experiences that we've had. We have the front row crew, we have the back row crew, and sometimes we don't associate, but we all love each other. We become a family, and um, that was year one. Year two. Oh, there's four. <laughs> For those of you who knew us two years ago, you're around to witness a coordinated uniform descent into mental chaos. We moved out of the meat lockers of Herring Hall and into our new teaching facility, squeaking clean and streamlined with techie gadgets, computers, clickers, and a podium console worth of a, worthy of a 747, all intended for the maximum le le lecturage and powerpointage possible. For five to eight hours a day, we would sit through lectures, rationing out treats such as coffee, Sudoku, crossword puzzles throughout the day. Many people would say that this was the year we were broken. The novelty of being in vet school had worn off. Every course was some, court of, some sort of ology, pathology, pharmacology, anesthesiology, toxicology, oncology, virology, bacteriology, each with a syllabus over several inches thick. We began to amass a new language full of no novel vocabulary and ad adjectives, allowing us to describe a simple scab as a focal trauma to the dermoepidelial junction, including basal cells and melanocytes, with resultant leukoderma and alopecia and having done so, realized what utter geeks we had become. And none were spared. There was an exact day that I officially knew that I'd become pretty much a social reject. It was the day that I took Abel aside and confided in him that I had been ignoring him and giving the silent treatment a week because he had been sitting in my seat in class. He was like, seriously? 
And knowing deep down what an idiotic argument this was, I said, seriously. Um, from then on, she became the seat Nazi, and I call her that still to this day. Um, now third year, pretty much, uh, kind of we see it as a light at the end of the tunnel where we have less exams. Uh, we actually play with real animals, and that's when we start doing surgeries. Um, we have more drama in our class in days of our lives. Trying to pick our surgery groups was a nightmare. But uh, we finally did it, and it was uh, groups of three, and we spent so much quality time with those people. Sometimes one of us would be the surgeon, another times would be the assistant, the best position, because you just sat around and watched people stress out, and you just helped when they needed it. And then other times would be anesthetist, and we're trying to make sure our animal's still alive, and here comes Dr. Ilkew. Abel, what is the SBO2, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, I think my dog stopped breathing. Can I not answer the question right now? So, um... Very stressful situations at all times. Uh, trying to figure out, uh, is this the uterus? Is that what I'm, what, what is that? Oh, it's the pancreas. No, no, what? So, um, yeah, very difficult time for us. We learn a lot, learn a lot, but we come really, really retarded. In the end, socially, it seems, like Calaveras was saying, um, we have our very own inside vet jokes, and right now I would say that I'm a walking apocrine gland. Basically, I'm a sweaty juice bag right now, and I'm so nervous and I'm sweating up a storm, but everyone would be laughing, ha, 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 apocrine gland, and nobody else would know what's going on. So um, we've become very awkward with all our friends. Whenever we're going to go to a vet gathering, everyone's like, oh, I have to hang out with your friends again, please, just for five or ten minutes. But um, that was third year, that at the end of the tunnel, and we were soon realizing that we just had had our last summer of our lives because we started into clinics Finals ended for third year, June 12th, probably like today, and then we started on Monday, kind of like what the third years are going to experience on Monday. So for the third years out there, good luck. Fourth year rocks. <laughs> After three years of having our head in books, it arrived. The moment of truth. Armed with spanky white lab coats, pen lights, reflex hammers, stethoscopes, soon-to-be-lost bandage scissors, and a whole lot of attitude, we descended upon the VMTH with all the tools and confidence necessary for cracking the cases that had evaded at least one, if not many, doctors before us. So quickly we were humbled. As the first case walks in the door, the client hands you a tome of records from the referring veterinarian. As you quickly peruse a file in hand, you realize that the 20-some differentials for fever of unknown origin that you would so wittingly come up with have already listed there by the RDVM, and he's got 10 more, and they're way better than yours were. Oh, and if they already ran all the litany of tests you were thinking of, they could have. And if they tried all the treatments you were thinking of, they did. And now it's your case. You've got nothing. And all you can think about is how badly you're going to get schooled by your clinician. And only four more weeks of this to go. There must be some sort of self-induced amnesia, a protective mechanism that we all have that helps us forget the painful times and remember the good ones. Already looking back this year, the rough patches are like Benadryl-induced dreams. As we become... as Weeks become months of no sleep and dreaming about your patients, starting 8 a.m. treatments at 6 in the morning and finishing them at 10 at night, hearing the beeping fluid pumps when you're in bed trying to fall asleep, going blank in rounds, whizzing off to externships, studying for boards, and handpicking fresh grass and leaves from the tree of life out front of sea barn. <laughs> you, and talking to your patients and telling them you swear you'll let them go home if they'll just have this one last pill. Wondering if you all will be able to take one more day of this. And then suddenly, you're off to radiology, grooving to classic rock, transfixed by the lava lamp, and thinking everything's going to be just fine. 
Right. The next part I want to talk about is um, many times we get asked, why did you want to be a veterinarian? And um, all I know for me personally, since I was in third grade, I've had an intense drive to help animals. And some people don't understand that. Someone, all of you here, I'm sure, understand having a loved one that's going to be a veterinarian. But um, the bonds that we have with our pets um, are equal to none, I guess you can say. They can bring such joy and such happiness. And uh, a quote that I can, what I would like to say is that something that really touched me, I read recently, it says, Nobody can fully understand the meaning of love unless he's owned a dog. And apply this to your gecko, your chameleon, your horse, whatever pet you've ever had. Um, nobody can, can fully understand the meaning of love unless he's owned a dog. A dog can show you more honest affection with a flick of his tail than a man can gather through a lifetime of handshakes. And that's something that is priceless with us. Um, the animals and what they do to us, and they greet us every day, happy when we're sick, tired, upset, when we're hungover when we don't want to see the world, they're there wagging their tails, they're there to be with us and appreciate us, and that is just something that means a whole lot. Um, and that's what I say when, that's, that's the reason I want to be a vet. And we're starting to get to the kind of corny, mushy spot, and let me tell you, I'm usually not, used to not be an emotional person. The past 24 hours have been a roller coaster. Some days I want to cry, um, some hours I want to jump up and, with, with joy, and it's just, it's just been intense culmination this is the epitome of what we want to do for a really long time and today it's being validated so it's really intense and the one last thing I want to say about animals and this is going to eventually be a tattoo on my body but it might be TMI but I want to share it anyway <laughs> beauty without vanity strength without insolence courage without ferocity and all the virtues of man without his vices so Kelly And finally, on behalf of our class and all the graduating residents and the MPVMers, we'd like to say thank you to everyone who took the day off work, who drove up here today, traveling by car, by plane, across the U.S., from across the Atlantic, and all the way from Nova Scotia. <laughs> we'd like to say thank you very much. As parents, you have fostered and nurtured some of the most decent human beings on Earth. You have stilled in us the highest and most moral ethical codes and a sense of humor that we all needed to get through this. As family and friends, you have supported us and listened to us as we ranted and raved about tests, studying, the drama of it all. You were kind enough to not point out we willingly signed up for this. As husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, you've defeated the odds. 70% of relationships fail in vet school, they say, but you stayed with us when we were tired and broken, studying for boards while pulling 16-hour days in the clinic. You cooked for us, you took our poop-covered scrubs and overalls and washed them while we wrote records. You tolerated dinner conversation describing penile deviation surgery and anal sank fistulas. You truly deserve an award. And finally, we'd like to thank those of you whose job and passion it is to mold our minds. Push us to the limits of our knowledge and prepare us for the careers we will start in the next few weeks. Thank you to all the residents who up until now all the way to the very end, we're cyborg enough to grill us about the hypothalamic pituitary axis, but still human enough to help us with our treatments and sneak our patients out for a walk. Thank you. Well, together we have stood in, this, stood in the corners at the VMTH, in front of the wards, in front of the cages, wondering what the hell is going on inside of our patients that we love so dearly and hoping to God we can fix them. Thank you for going over our records, taking the time to discuss cases with us, and recognizing us when we have worked our bums off. 
even when there's no one to tell you that you've done the same. You are a very special breed, and we wish you all the best on your graduation today as well. And to the amazing administration and faculty that have helped us make this institution such a damn fine place, thank you for never tiring of teaching us and being such excellent role models. Thank you to Dr. Aldrich, who even though she knows, you know she's posed that same question to hundreds and thousands of veterinary students before you, will wait for your answer just like it was the first time she's ever asked it. Thank you to Dr. Angelo's quiet and exceedingly humble way of knowing so much and just wanting to do right by him. Thank you to people. Oh no! <laughs> like Dr. Shangarai, who always remembered my name and said hi to me in the hall. All of you together have helped make some of us the best veterinarians out there, and we owe this day to you. All right. This will be the last bit. Sorry, I think we might have gone over already, but I don't care. Um, but I'll be done soon. Um, just, I guess the final remarks is, um, you guys have been awesome. The classmates, um, I sent you guys an email soon. I was, the, I was the email Nazi. I sent out so many emails all the time. But um, we love you guys. Uh, thanks for giving us the opportunity to be up here and um, do this for you guys. Um, it's been a fantastic time. And the, my, the waterworks might start soon, but I'm going to try not to go there. But um, it's been humbling. You guys are amazing. There's, I would never in my life have hoped to have shared something with so many people that are so impressive to me. Um, I love it. I, you guys are going to be my family for the rest of our lives. I don't care what's going on. Not all of us got along all the time, but you know what? That's okay. We all still know each other. And um, we always have each other's back, and it's, it's been fantastic. I just could never have conceived that I would gel so well together with so many people. And you guys rock. <laughs> you got to stop crying. Um, and one final thing that I, I might be selfish for a little bit, and I apologize, but um, I'm going to talk to my parents in Spanish because... Um, one of the few Mexicans in the class, and I just want to say, um, ma, pa, los amo con todo mi corazón. Um, es un orgullo que esté aquí. Yo no pudiera haber hecho esto sin ustedes. Gracias por los sacrificios que hicieron por mí. Los amo tanto. Y gracias por aceptarme por quien yo soy. Los amo. Thank you, guys.